Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. Welcome to Holy Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a poet, a pastor, and a podcaster. This week's Jesus story tells an account of him being tempted to listen to voices to distract him away from his calling in the trap of ego with promises of greatness and glory. In this time of contemplation, I offer the song, Teach Me to Listen, to center our souls and help us to listen to voices of love on the road we take over the next 40 days of Lent. There is no one way to take part in Lent. This week, we begin the season known as Lent and begin a journey calling us to prayer and contemplation. For some, this focus on prayer comes with an expectation of fasting, fasting from meat on Fridays, fasting from chocolate, or fasting from social media or watching television. My personal practice of Lent usually involves a practice of putting something down or making space in my life to make room for a spiritual practice, reading, prayer, or writing daily reflections to aid others in their own Lenten practices. So I'm of the opinion there are lots of ways to practice Lent. Have you considered what action for Lent you might want to engage in? I invite you to give this conversation a listen if you'd like to learn more about it. Lent extends a call for all of us to consider how to engage in prayer or spiritual nurture, however you define it. For some, this might mean giving something up. For others, it may mean making space for daily quiet reflection. There is no one way to practice Lent. Stick with me as we consider a few more options. There is a text from Jeremiah 17, 8 that reminds me of the effects of nurturing our spiritual lives. They shall be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear the heat when it comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. 
This text is not in the lectionary reading for this week, but its theme of nurture was one I felt necessary to share with you, especially in light of the gospel reading from Luke 4, verses 1 through 13. In this lesson, Jesus is tempted in the desert for 40 days. Jesus goes to the desert to prepare for the coming season of his public ministry and is led by the Spirit to go into the desert. The text says he is tempted by the devil with bread, with all the kingdoms of the world, and finally by action to prove his authority. Jesus refuses all three temptations, and after the third try, the devil departs until having another opportune time to challenge Jesus. This is an intense season of prayer and fasting indeed. Somehow, someway, Jesus leans into this space of time and place to pray, to refuse the temptations of voices that would distract him from his calling. Jesus' ear and heart is tuned to his calling, and nothing seems to be able to deter him. Jesus knew what voices to listen to and what others to refuse, sending them away with the rebuke. It is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. For Jesus' spiritual nurture, the Spirit calls him into the desert. And for Jesus, this helped him in his spiritual fortitude. But I wonder, is that what everyone else needs? For me, the Spirit is leading me to a space of daily pause and prayer and engaging in some kind of creative joy. This is the stream that my roots need to go deep into for this season of Lent. And so the way that the Spirit is leading you this Lent is probably different than me. And that is a good and wonderful gift. And so with great emphasis, I say, there is no one way to participate in Lent. There are many. Just like different plants need different environments to grow, so do people. Speaking of plants and gardening, that reminds me of another Holy Shenanigans story. I've never said I have a green thumb. That title is reserved for my grandpap, who had a knack for growing an impressive vegetable garden. This garden was not a tiny 6 by 12 foot section of his yard. His garden took up his whole yard that consisted of three city lots. One lot of the three was for the tiny Cape Cod house, patio, and walkway, and the other two lots were for gardening. In the summertime, when I was able to visit on school break, I would help him harvest the vegetables and love to pull the carrots from the ground. I'd rinse off the dirt with a garden hose and crunch into the juicy, fresh carrots. As a child, I had no idea what preparation or effort it took to bring those carrots to harvest. I was not witness to the ordering and starting of seedlings under grow lights in the basement, waiting for the weather to warm to gently plant them, to daily water and occasionally fertilize them. There was a great deal of prep work to bring that juicy orange carrot to harvest. It's these memories of my grandfather's garden, his nurturing and preparation that brings my attention to this season of Lent and its opportunities for nurturing and spiritual growth. In that crunchy orange carrot, I see preparation and nurturing, just like I see in the giving up or the letting go of or the adding on of spiritual practices to nurture our souls in this season of Lent. But you see, I still have some questions about all of this. Why is nurturing of our spirits so essential? 
Lent is a season of prayer, reflection, and fasting. Lent gives the opportunity to prepare the spiritual seedlings of our hearts for the harvest to come. In a time when we literally bury the word Alleluia from the worship liturgy until Easter morning, Lent is the time we are called to plant spiritual seeds. We plant these seeds in a variety of ways, through prayer and devotional practices, perhaps in giving something up in order to make more space to focus on God and to serve others. These Lenten spiritual practices do not require the literal starting of seeds under grow lights with fertilizer and watering. Spiritual growth thrives when our focus is upon practices that nurture our spirits. But it is important to remember that you are a particular kind of spiritual plant. You have different needs than others do. And so imagine like that burpee seed catalog with all of those seed packets. What does your life need? Where do you need nurturing? This Lent, listen to the Spirit. How is the Spirit calling you to nurture the seeds of your spiritual life? This Lent, we have a spiritual journey ahead of us. This coming Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. It is the beginning of Lent and the time of prayer and preparation for Holy Week and spring. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's take a moment for a spiritual pause. Jesus' path of love will lead us down into the valley through the dry cinders of Ash Wednesday and the tears of the Via Dolorosa, the way of sorrow. But here in this week, just before Ash Wednesday, we can survey the 40 days ahead and take a deep breath. Let's consider what spiritual practices might fill our wells this Lent to nurture our seeds. How is the Spirit calling you to nurture your soul? And so this week, we take a short pause from three and a half questions about love in order to pause, take a deep breath, and to prepare for Lent. A way for me to create some space for you to listen to the calling of the Spirit is by sharing a song called Teach Me to Listen. Teach me today 
teach me to follow, follow you, your ways. So many voices that speak, try to influence me. season there is a temptation to try to listen to all of the voices around us to try to make all the things happen to attempt to have multiple priorities instead of a priority what if over the next 40 days or so our priority was to nurture the seeds of our thirsty spirits can spirit seedling nurturing be what we're centered on for this whole season of lent For the next 40 days, let's listen to the voice of God's love calling us into a space of soul nurturing. You are a unique person, not a carbon copy. You are made in the image of God and your soul needs some nurturing. Remember, there is no one way to take part in Lent. There are many options. Take the time, find some space, desert or oasis, giving up or adding in, quiet, or loud. Make this Lent a time that nurtures your beautiful, unique, and thirsty soul. When the temptation to do it all comes calling, just let it know this is not a test. Lent is a space for spiritual nurture and growth, your spiritual nurture and growth. If you get stuck on how to practice Lent, feel free to reach out to me at holyshenaniganspodcast at gmail.com. I am your Holy Shenanigans Muse, Tara Lamont Eastman. Thank you for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans that surprise, encourage, redirect, and turn life upside down, all in the name of love. 
This is an unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Special thanks to Ian Eastman for sound editing and to you, our always sacred and never stuffy listening audience. Thank you for your ongoing support. If you would like to answer our three and a half questions about love in an upcoming podcast, drop us an email at holy shenanigans podcast at gmail.com. Blessings to you as you begin your Lenten journey. Remember that this season is not so much about giving up chocolate, but nurturing your soul. How is the spirit calling you to nurture your soul? 